Welcome to Locally Grown, a podcast about business, strategy, mindset, and everything in between to get you to your biggest triumphs and get you through your biggest challenges. If you're a brick and mortar business owner who is looking to scale to six, seven, or even eight figures, then this is the show for you. Each week, you'll discover tips to take your business from struggling to profitable, all from my own real life experiences being an entrepreneur, coach, and business consultant. This is the podcast for helping you build a business today so you can also build a legacy for the next generation. I'm your host, Teresa Cantley. Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of the Locally Grown Podcast. I am your host, Teresa Cantley, and I wanted to talk today about something that I've been asked um, many times over in the past couple years, but I wanted to talk about it because the topic seems to be coming up more and more. I've seen several articles about this recently from benefits firms posting about it, to people posting about it on social media, to articles in the Harvard Business Review and The Economist. And it's all about, will Main Street businesses survive? Will brick and mortar businesses survive? What's going on? Considering we just got through a pandemic and closings and everything that we went through in 2020, 2021, and now 2022 is proving to be a very, very challenging year. Challenging is the key word. So first of all, you know, Main Street, um, the Main Street strategy or the Main Street initiative was originally created to try and help revitalize um, different neighborhoods and downtown areas, you know, different um, in different cities. And you could apply for these grants. I know in the state of Pennsylvania, there were many um, towns around me that actually got granted these, um, they got actually got these grants to revitalize the downtown areas of these different towns. And as I've said before, when businesses close down, when local businesses, Main Street businesses close down, and if we talk about Main Street, Main Street typically means, um, you know, mom and pop shops, as people used to call them, uh, restaurants, dry cleaners you know, small gift shops, any kind of small business that's found in a main street area, in a downtown area, okay? And these, um, in, in towns around me, when businesses close down, when small businesses close down, really does impact a community. Um, in the towns that I've seen, when businesses did close, um, the towns kind of got dreary, the community started to fall apart, and instead of coming together, it started to fall apart. People didn't want to go downtown anymore because there really wasn't a reason. And it just, you know, everybody around it really suffered. So these Main Street initiatives were originally created, like I said, to revitalize these downtown areas and bring more traffic into um, these towns, these cities, um, and to generate that good energy again, to really get that good energy going. And I think that with Everything, as I said, that we've been through in 2020, 2021, and now in 2022, 
Um, a lot of businesses have closed their doors. Um, businesses have really taken a hit. I know a lot of business owners that I've read about, that I've seen ar- um, articles about, that I've seen TV shows about when people have done um, news reports on them. You know, a lot of small business owners have dipped into personal savings. They've dipped into, um, you know, reserve funds just to keep their doors open and keep moving forward. But I've also seen a lot of business owners that have a lot of fear surrounding what they're saying, um, fear surrounding what they're doing, the decisions that they're making, which is probably what's led to this whole thing of will Main Street businesses survive what we're going through? Will they survive? You know, should we go into a recession? Should things even, you know, should inflation, they increase um, interest rates even more? Should we have, you know, the inflation keep going up? You know, should prices keep going up, um, costs keep going up? Will these businesses be able to survive? So let's talk a little bit about Main Street business versus Wall Street. Because I don't think there's any business out there that isn't feeling the impacts of what is going on in our economy, but also what is going on globally between the war um, over uh, between Russia and Ukraine and how that is impacting the rest of Europe and really the rest of the world, as well as feeling the effects of what happened during the pandemic. And now we're going, you know, into, I heard somebody call it a tridemic. Um, and you know what that what might happen there, but then also what happened with this whole we have the quiet quitting movement, and we have you know people with COVID and and what we went through. It really exposed a lot of businesses for bad behavior and bad practices, and showed us a different way if we chose to see that different way. So when we talk about Main Street versus Wall Street, we have our local businesses that are the Main Street businesses, and we have Wall Street, which is the global businesses, the high net worth investors, the high finance um, organizations. But again, everybody is feeling the impacts, the challenges that we're going through with, again, the recession, you know, people talking about we're going to go through a recession or we are in a recession, the inflation, the increased costs, the problems with staffing. There is not one business local business or global business that isn't feeling some kind of an impact from all of it. But the one thing that I do know for sure and why when people say, will Main Street businesses survive? My answer to them is yes, because small businesses and whether you are a a business that is just online or you are a Main Street business that has a physical location, Small businesses have such an advantage over global businesses, over Wall Street, because they're small, because they have the ability to pivot when they need to pivot, if they choose to do so. And the way I was thinking about this this morning, and truth be told, I actually recorded this podcast episode yesterday, and I wasn't really feeling, I recorded it. And I wasn't really feeling so great about some things that were happening. I had some stuff happening during the day in my business and I recorded it. And last night I thought to myself, God, I I hated that episode. I want to re-record it. And this morning I was meditating and 
thinking about, you know, that I needed to let my team know I need to re-record this podcast episode because I didn't like, didn't like how it turned out yesterday. And what came to my mind when I was thinking about this episode and talking about small businesses having this strength and this superpower because they're small. And what came to my mind was that small businesses right now, in order to get through this and be able to thrive in any economy, they need to do something that I've actually been working on this year. It's the thing that I've been working on the most, which is we need to chip away at everything that isn't us, everything that isn't the business to become or to reveal what has always been there. And I think prior to the pandemic and also prior to this year, well, really prior to the pandemic, I think that businesses were trying to compete, so much compete against each other. And people were moving at such a fast rate. And people were, you know, because clients of mine that I would start working with, the the common theme was always, how can we compete against the big guys? Well, the truth is, I don't, you shouldn't want to compete against the big guys. You shouldn't want to compete against anybody. You should just want to be more of who you are. So now is the time in order to, with everything that's going on and all of the challenges that are coming up, to start chipping away at everything that isn't you, that isn't your business, that doesn't align with it, and that doesn't really represent what it is that you want to do in order to reveal and become what you've always been meant to be. So what does this mean? What does this mean? It means letting go of things, products, services, um, offerings, menu items, things that aren't profitable, costs that you've accumulated, debt that you've accumulated, things that aren't aligning with what your vision is, but also aren't profitable. So again, chipping away, because so for so long, people thought in order to grow my business, I'm just going to add more stuff in. I'm going to add more marketing in. I'm going to add more products in. I'm going to add more services in until they got, you know, they were so spread so thin that there was no way that you would be profitable or successful. So now is our chance to do things differently to chip away at everything that isn't you, to reveal who you really are and who you, who the person that's always been there or the business that's always been there. So it really comes back to going back to the core of what you're all about. And again, whether you are a digital business or you have a physical location, if you're a small business, this applies to you. And with Wall Street, versus Main Street. With Wall Street, Wall Street has a harder time pivoting. They have a harder time making a comeback because there's so many layers that they have to go through and because they're so big. You know, when I was when I was training in the martial arts, I used to spar these really big guys. I mean, I'm only five feet. I'm tiny. But I would have to spar these guys who were like six feet and who were like, you know, 220 pounds. And it was like, and I used to think to myself, I can't do this. They're so much bigger than me. And my my grandmaster used to tell me all the time, Teresa, yes, you can. You are small, but you are quick and you can pivot 
a lot faster. You can move a lot faster with than them. You can change direction a lot faster than they can. And that was how I always used my strategy was to stay ahead and to be able to move quicker and pivot quicker, have my strategy, but I could see a lot faster that I needed to change direction because I was smaller than them. And the same thing applies to small business. The absolute same thing applies to small business. So there's three things that you can follow in order to make your business thrive, your small business thrive. Whether you are a main street business who has a physical location or you're just starting out or you have a digital business um, and you're small, you have the ability to pivot gracefully. You have your strategy, but you can always change that strategy really fast because you have that superpower of being small. So here's three things that you can start doing to chip away at everything that isn't you to reveal who you really are and who you've meant to be, been meant to be. So the first one is go back to the dream. And when we look at, I've been reading this book, which is an amazing book. If you've ever read any books by Stephen Pressfield, I just got his new one. And again, I was reading this last night, which led to me wanting to re-record this episode. But um, go back to the dream. And when we think about our dream or what a dream is, it is that which exists only in our imagination. Okay? So go back to the dream. What was it that we wanted to create in the first place? And then we're going to do what I call zoom out. And that means zoom out and be future focused. Do not plan on what is happening today. Why? Because if you do, you're going to be like everybody else out there and just be making decisions based on fear. We can't overcome fear, the fear of the recession, the fear. And that's, that is all you hear out there in the news. When you read articles, there is so much fear and negativity surrounding the economy and what's possible for people. And really they don't focus on what's possible. They focus on what's not possible. And you get all these things about cutting costs and cutting this and cutting that. And there's a lot of fear and negativity. So I don't want you to think about overcoming that fear. What I want you to do is I literally want you to put your ass where your heart is. Yes, you heard me correct. And that is the name of Stephen Pressfield's book. I want you to put yourself physically where your heart is. And what that means is zoom out and physically build out that vision again. Physically take your dream that's in your imagination and put it to paper again, redefining your vision, and then putting yourself physically there by starting to take the right actions. Put your ass where your heart is. Put yourself in that physical place of defining your vision and then taking the right actions right now to stay future focused and and build that future that you want to build no matter what's happening around you, because we're going to get to some things that you can do as well, but stay future focused and see what happens. See what happens when you focus back on your vision. You focus back on that dream, which is in your imagination, and it becomes a vision when we start writing it down. We write our dream down, and then we can start taking the right actions. Instead of cutting things based on the fear that you hear out there, Instead of doing that, look at your 
vision and look at where you're spending money or activities that you're doing. And if they don't align or you're, you have redundancy in your business, meaning that you have two pieces of software that do the same thing and you're spending extra money on stuff, get rid of it. Chip away at what isn't you. Get rid of it. Get rid of those extra expenses. Get rid of those things that you're spending money on, those offers, those products, those programs that you're spending money on that aren't profitable for your business, that are causing your staff to spend so much time and energy and effort for no return. Get rid of those things or look at it and say, how can we streamline this? How can we put better processes in place? Chip away at what isn't you to reveal who your business has always been meant to be or who it really is. Stay future focused on that dream and that vision. The second thing is let's talk about commitment because commitment is power. And when you zoom out and you have that and you put your ass where your heart is, your heart is your dream and that vision. And you're physically putting yourself in that place and taking the right actions. That becomes self-empowerment for you. So instead of making decisions based on circumstances that are happening out there, when you have a future focus, you can, you can be committed to the actions that you need to take, which helps to self-empower you instead of drawing you know, looking for answers from outside because the answers that you're going to get from outside is they're all going to be fear-based. They're all going to be negative. Why would you want to do that, right? Instead, look for the answers from within. Look for the answers from within. And then start to find yourself a co-creator, a mentor, a guide, somebody who can you can tell your crazy idea to, your crazy dreams, and they can say, yeah, I love it. Let's make it happen. Because then when we do that, that's how we can start to empower our people. We can empower our people to make decisions and take the right actions that will move the business forward, that will start to build a stronger foundation for the business so that should prices increase, should even more, should different things happen, the business is protected. The business is protected. The people are engaged. And we're building the business from the inside out because we're fixing the things that need to be fixed in order to have a stronger foundation and also finding the right people to help us do this so that the business can continue to grow and thrive no matter what happens on the outside. A lot of people want to build on the outside first, and you can't because if you do that, you're building a house of cards that can just collapse at any time. So instead, we want to build a house with a foundation, right? And a lot of businesses, what they're doing right now to, you know, businesses that are wise are starting to look at how can we pair people more? How can we offer benefits? How can we put more value into into wanting to be an employee of our business and people wanting and having engaged employees who are self-led who are focused on growth and who are focused on making an impact just as the business wants to do. So that's the second thing that we can do. Get committed because commitment is power. And the third thing 
and I talk about this a lot, is you can't just be analog and you can't just be digital. When I say analog, you can't just be a live experience and you and also being just a digital experience. You need to have the two and it can go both ways. So when you are a brick and mortar business and this is chipping away at everything that isn't you in order to become and reveal who you've always been meant to be and who you really are. Doing things a different way. For so long, people have wanted to do things the same way as everybody else in their industry. Nobody's wanted to carve their own path. Well, now, or very few people have wanted to carve their own path. And when we follow the herd, when we follow the rest of what everybody else is doing, that's what leads our business to flock because we end up making the same mistake as everybody else because we thought that what they were doing was right. I always love to hear, well, this is how they're pricing their product, so we should price our product that way. No, because you don't know if they're pricing their stuff incorrectly or you don't know if what they do is incorrect and you're just propagating the incorrectness, right? And that's why so many businesses close within the first 18 months and even more businesses close after the first five years. But we're not going to do that. So the way that we can do it now is we bridge together the live experience, the beauty of a live experience with the innovation of digital technology. And if you are solely an online business, you can bring that live experience into your business. And if you are a brick and mortar business where you have a physical location, you can use digital technology to reach even more people. And I'm not just talking about building an an e-commerce store. There's so many different things that you can do. So whether you are a digital business or a physical business, you can blend those two things together to be digital. And that's what's going to help you because I don't care what kind of business you have. Everybody who's in business is in the business of people. Everybody who is in business is in the business of connections and relationships. I don't care what kind of business you are. And I've had people try and argue with me about this. It's just not true. Every, if you're in business, you're in business of people, connections, and relationships. So if you're a digital business, there's things that you can add to bring that live experience, live video, virtual shopping, you know, virtual workshops, virtual, whatever it is. Okay. If you're a live um, brick and mortar business, you can do the same thing. QR codes, videos for, um, you know, explaining different types of, of products or the story behind a product or, you know, virtual classes, whatever it looks like. Be creative. Be digital. And this all comes back to remembering who you are and what you stand for and what your dream is and what your vision is. Wall Street doesn't necessarily have that ability. They just don't. They don't have someone necessarily who's thinking this right away because more often than not, they're just thinking about the shareholders and the things that they have to pay out and the you know, the stock prices and this and that, they're not necessarily saying, what is our dream? Very few are, but what is our dream? How can we get back there? How can we connect to people more? How can we make the experience even better? But guess what? Small businesses can. Small business, main street businesses, they absolutely can do that. That is their superpower. And that is what's going 
to continue their businesses to stay open and to thrive and to grow no matter what happens in the world, in the economy, no matter what. The money is still in the economy. People are still spending. They're just spending a little differently. And again, just like me, little five foot, barely even five foot, I think I'm four foot 11, um, you know, fighting these big beasts of these guys, six foot two, six foot four, you know, 230 pounds. I had the ability to be quick on my feet and shift my strategy and be able to see things in advance before these big giants could. So can you, so can you. So my answer is, will small businesses survive? Will these local businesses survive? Will a small digital business survive? Absolutely. And in fact, I think they're going to thrive and they're going to, you're going to start seeing these big guys start to either go away or start to get quieter. And that leaves a wide open path for you to really put yourself out there and to really get your business out for people to see it. But we can't do it if we're listening to the news. We can't do it if we're mired down in all the negativity and the and the and you know talking about the downturns every time you every time you turn around you hear about downturns and you hear about this. I mean, watch your inputs and remember to stay future focused. Go back to the dream. Put your ass will where your heart is. Stay committed. Be fidgetal. And if you're looking to really make this happen, if you're looking to really make 2023, I mean, 2022 has been filled with challenges for all businesses. You know, I talk to people in all different industries and everybody is feeling it. But if you're looking to make 2023 a really, you know, rock star, snowflake, whatever you want to call it year, like just an uber amazing year, I have a new program that I'm coming out with in January of 2023. I am only accepting eight people into this program. It is going to be super exclusive. I'm going to handpick the people that are going to be in this group. And this program is a compilation of all of the things that I've done in corporate to take a business from 50 to 90 million, all of the things that I've done to help small businesses build their business over a decade to grow their profitability 40%, 50%, 80% in less than a year. This is going to be a just a combination of everything that I have done in my career all together wrapped up into one to help main street businesses, small businesses, whether you're digital or you're, or you have a live, um, a brick and mortar business. This program is designed to help you 10 X your results in less than a year to build this strong foundation that you need to build so that no matter what happens on the outside, your business is still going to be able to flourish and achieve that dream, that thing that's in your imagination, that exists in your imagination, and that you've put on paper by building out and defining your vision, this program is going to do that. And we are launching in January of 2023, but I'm putting it out there to listeners of my podcast sooner so that if you want to get in and you want to get 
the details about it early, you can go ahead and you can send a message to Teresa at TeresaCantley.com and I'll get you the details. But it is going to be extraordinary. I have not seen anything like this um, on the internet anywhere, really. Um, I built it because of the frustration that I've seen um, in the, the small business administration, being involved in that, being involved in Chamber of Commerce's, being involved in Main Street organizations, the frustration that I've seen other business owners um, have, um, the the gaps that these that these different organizations have, and how I could fill those gaps, and to help these business owners, to help local business owners, to really thrive, because they are the ones that get hit hard, and they are the ones that are willing to get scrappy to really dig in, to get future focused and to stay committed. So again, if you're interested, I'm putting it out there in advance. It is going to be, I'm super, super excited about it. I've been wanting to do this for a really long time and couldn't quite figure out exactly how to put it together, but I got it. I got it. And you're hearing about it first. So if you're interested, again, send me an email to Teresa at TeresaCantley.com. And I personally, not somebody on my team, but I personally will get back to you. Again, this is going to be a super exclusive group. I am only taking eight people um, and I am going to work with you, work with this group and we're going to achieve some pretty amazing results. So anyway, until next time, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And again, if you hear someone saying uh, local businesses are going away, local businesses are dying. No, they're not. They're just changing. They're changing for the good. They aren't going anywhere because when local businesses aren't there, the community suffers. And that's the last thing that anybody on this planet wants. So somebody, if you hear somebody saying it, say, "Uh uh-uh, local businesses aren't going anywhere. In fact, they're going to grow. And more and more people are going to open small businesses online and offline. So until next week, have a great rest of your week and I will see you soon. Bye.